0: Hey, this is Shannon Kay, and you're listening to Get Real. Hey everyone, this is Shannon Kay, and welcome to Get Real. Our guest today is one of the hottest, oldest Bollywood actresses who starred in movies like Murder, Welcome, Double Mall," and many more, as well as co-starring with Jackie Chan in the movie The Myth. Please welcome Bollywood actor and women rights activist, Malika Hi,
1: Hi, Shannon. I'm so happy to be here and what a lovely, glowing introduction. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show. How are you feeling? Well, thank you for having me. I'm just feeling really excited. I just
0: want to jump right in and ask you about, you know, what the movie is about and if you can explain a little bit about your character, Gulabo. Um, You know, I I found it to be such an amazing character and I loved how you portrayed her. So, if you can tell us a little bit more about uh, who she is and about the movie.
1: Thank you. Um, R.K. R.K., uh, it's a film within a film. Mm. It's directed by Rajat Kapoor and it's more in the likes of, if you say, being John Malkovich or. Purple Rose of Cairo, one mm-hmm. of those films. And I play this really temperamental, high maintenance <laughs> diva actress who's totally out of control mm-hmm. and does as she wants and screams and yells. So I play two two characters in it. One is Neha, which is like the real person that she is. And then Neha is playing Gulabo in the film. Mm-hmm. And Gulabo is this ethereal beauty from the 60s mm-hmm. who's totally in love with Mehboob and is always pining for him and always wants to be with him and can't bear the separation. So for the film, I had to do a lot of research on the actresses of the 60s and the 50s, mm-hmm. uh, how they walked, you know, their facial expressions, how how do they wear their saris. Mm-hmm. So uh, it took a lot of, lot of work. And I researched Vahida Ramanji a lot, watched all her films. <laughs> um, I researched Meena Kumariji, Madhubala, all these actresses to portray Bulabo as authentically as I could.
0: I think you did an amazing job doing that. I wanted to ask, like, speaking of your character, like, were there any similarities that you found within each other, or were there, like, more of doing the research, like you just mentioned, because
1: she's such, you know, uh, a diva. You know, because playing Gulabo required a lot of discipline. Mm. Uh, It had Gulabo had to be really very, very uh, contained. Yes. Uh, There was a danger of falling into the trap of overacting. Mm. So which would make the character like a caricature. Yes. So I didn't want that. So it was a very contained, and you know, just because the character had to express all her emotions through her eyes, mm-hmm. and that that took a lot of work. Because when we talk, our hands move, yeah. our bodies move. There is energy. Yeah. But Gulabo had to be so still, and that look of love and longing and pain. And moreover, characters like Gulabo don't exist in real life. She's a fantasy. Yeah. They exist only on the on the big screen in the movies yeah the for movies. sure yeah so that was hard work to make her really believable uh-huh. but Rajat Kapoor is a brilliant director and uh, under his guidance I I think I nailed it <laughs> <laughs> uh, mr. Rajat
0: Kapoor um, you know he was not just the director of the movie he was also uh, one of the one of the cast in the movie so how was that working with him as a director and as an actor like was it was he Totally different when he was directing you versus like when he was
1: acting along with you. I'm a huge fan of Rajat Kapoor. Uh-huh. He's made one of my fu- one of my favorite films called *Aapke mm-hmm. in in Bollywood, and I've always wanted to work with him, but uh, he never approached me for a part. So when he <laughs> sent me the script for *R.K.R.K.*, I said, "Okay," I was very excited. Yeah, that a serious Bollywood filmmaker has come to me, and then I read the script. I completely fell in love with it. I mean where do you get to see characters like gulabo mm. and mehboob first of all are they even named gulabo and mehboob anymore yeah. like i feel bollywood cinema is so formulaic mm-hmm. mainstream bollywood cinema is so predictable yes we know the plot we know what's going to happen yeah. in the end mm-hmm. so this movie really gave me a character to satisfy my um, you know my creative urges my you know, there was artistic satisfaction because mainstream Bollywood has given me everything. Mm-hmm. It's made me very popular. It's yes. given me a lot of fame. It's made me very rich. But artistic satisfaction was limited. Mm-hmm. And and I really got that fulfilled being a part of RKRK.
0: Oh, that's so wonderful. I mean, that's just great. And it actually shows in the movie, you know? Um, and I wanted to also ask that, like, You've always been so selective about your um, choice of movies, you know, in, in the past and everything. So, what was it about the the R K R K movie and even the script that caught your
1: attention? Just the storyline was uh, was not predictable to me at all. Like yeah. I could never imagine. Wow, the character left the film, <laughs> like the the hero leaves the film, mm-hmm. and and also the realism of it because. I, I, like, there's it's a film within a film. Mm. But, so there are two parallel wor- worlds. Yes. Uh, where in Bollywood do you get a script like that? Mm. Uh, yes, and Almodovar, Pedro Almodovar would write a script like that. Totally. Right? Yeah. Or uh, Wes Anderson would, would direct a script like that. And, but in Bollywood, it's just so rare. And also, Gulabo, you know, playing a, a part. Because such acting-oriented roles, they don't come to me very often. Usually it's very glamorous parts, yes. you know, all the singing and dancing, and you look good. Mm-hmm. But this part, not only does it have glamour, it has a lot of layers to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you play Neha, mm-hmm. which is this temperamental, high-maintenance actress, and you're playing Gulabo, this ethereal beauty that's not even real. Yeah, totally. So that is really, I mean, it's hard to say no, you know, from yeah. an artistic point of view totally and you know i
0: I loved how you just mentioned about like bollywood being always like you know glamorous and it's so predictable so i wanted to tap into um you know the the your experience in working in bollywood movies like mainstream movies versus you know picking movie choices like this one or even working in hollywood like were there any differences or similarities um you know in terms of like how you know, the industry has always portrayed
1: women in a certain way, like you just mentioned, right. in glamorous. You way. know, both the, both the industries, the working style is very similar because very professional Hollywood and Bollywood is also very, very technically superior, mm. very professional. It's just the quality of the parts, mm-hmm. the quality of the female parts, especially, yes. that are written, that have more depth and range, definitely in the Western world. Mm-hmm. You know, they're women with great characters. Yes. But I must say that in India also, it's changing now. Yeah. with with streaming networks mm-hmm. with a web series you know we have a series like Delhi crime where a 55 year old woman is yes. the lead character and the series is nominated for Emmy or it won and it won an Emmy mm-hmm. yeah so that really gives hope to actors like me that it's, the scene is changing and the directors are reading are writing more complex parts for women yeah. and nothing against those formula movies mm-hmm. I mean the audience love them and, yeah. and I have been a part of them and I love them and they you know they work with a they work really well, but I feel for me, yes. reinvention is really important, and I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed that, mm-hmm. and I've shared that with the audience. But now I want to reinvent as an actor because that's the key for longevity. Totally. If I want to continue work and continue acting, I have to start transitioning to these more serious roles. Mm-hmm. And RK just gives me that opportunity.
0: Yes, absolutely, and it gives us the opportunity to see you in a different, you know, character and play a different part. Um, and speaking of transition, I wanted to actually rewind back and, um, you know, talk to you about how you started off your career. I mean, you know, I did a little research and I found out that you uh, worked as a flight attendant. Um, I did before. not. That was a huge
1: rumor. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Guys, <laughs> we have a rumor here. All right. Okay.
0: All right. Well, you know, tell us, how did you start off, you know, with, in, in getting into acting and everything?
1: Well, you know, I mean, it's never easy for outsiders like me. Mm. It's always tough. um, But it's tough for everybody. Even for uh, people from the film families and all, it's tough. It's tough for everybody. You know, I I come from the north of India, and I come from a very conservative, traditional background, and my family was totally against it. But to cut a long story short, I ran away from home, and I came to Mumbai, and I started auditioning. Mm. And I just got lucky that... uh, I auditioned and I got picked for this uh, ad with Shah Rukh Khan for Santro Cars, mm-hmm. and that ad got me noticed, and one thing led to the other, and I landed up with Murder, where Mahesh Bhatt cast me, and the murder became a huge hit, and the rest is history. Wow, uh-huh. that
0: is awesome. Well, you know, if not flight attendant, but at least you like, you ran away. I mean, that was amazing. Yes, I were, did. Were you not
1: scared? <laughs> you know, because when, you know, I was your age. Oh, okay. And when you're 19, 20, yeah. you're so naive. You think, oh, I can conquer the world. Uh-huh. I, I can do anything. Totally. See, you haven't really experienced the real world. You live with your family, you're so protected. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. Yeah. I just absolutely <laughs> loved it because a back home very traditional there were a lot of restrictions on my life and running away to bombay i just felt oh my god i'm free and i can i can do as i want Mm -hmm. there's nobody to tell me what to do i loved it and this is not an advice to all the girls (laughs) to run away i think that was an extreme step for me but that was the only option available to me at that time if i wanted to follow my dreams absolutely and i think you did the
0: right job and you did follow your dreams and you you succeeded so well so you. you know congratulations for that I mean, you ran away. You got into Bollywood. You achieved so much. You succeeded, and then you came down to Hollywood. So, like, how did that happen? I mean, well, that that
1: uh, Jackie Chan cast me in uh-huh. as well, and the film really became popular. And yes. then I did uh, another independent film called Politics of Love with Loretta Devine, Ruby Dee, these African American actors, and that, that did reasonably well. Got great reviews by Los Angeles Times. Uh, Bruno Mars cast me in his video, so I did a video with Bruno Mars, and one wow. thing leads to other, and that's how my work with, uh, my journey with Hollywood started. That is so cool. I mean,
0: you know, as as amazing as that sounds, I'm sure there was a time in your life where you had faced some really terrible um, obstacles. Was there a phase in your life
1: that, you know, where you felt like you wanted to maybe give up? or? I think the the, the really challenging phase was all the judgments that were passed on me because mm. uh, in two thousand and four, when Murder released, um, I was one of the first actresses of my generation to to publicly kiss on screen and not be coy or apologetic about it. I wore a bikini. Mm. I was like, what am I going to wear on the beaches? Sorry, <laughs> no. I was very brash and very honest and open because mm-hmm. I also come from Haryana, you know. Uh, it's a very honest open state people are not hypocritical there they yeah. say it the way it is uh-huh. and and that uh, people made people uncomfortable <laughs> because as we know india so indian society especially for women is very hypocritical yes. different standards <laughs> for boys and different standard for girls so a lot of judgment and they said oh she's uh, she's she doesn't have good character mm. she's wearing a bikini on screen she's showing her body on screen she's kissing a lot of judgments There were refugees burnt mm. uh, you know there was an uh, Somebody tried to kill me. There was an assassination attempt on my life. Because it really rattled people up. Now, we have to understand, that was like 10 years ago, 12 yeah. years ago. Today, kissing is very mainstream, Bollywood. But that at the time, it wasn't. Mm. So those judgments and a certain section of the media really attacked me and put me down. So those were my emotional battles. Mm-hmm. And, and how hard Like the, I feel the bullying and harassment I went through a lot of bullying and harassment by a certain section of the media.
0: Mm. Yeah, I was just about to, you know, get into that. I mean, I'm sure it, it had affected your mental health in a very, you know, terrible way. So, what kept you going? And, you know, how hard was it to just come out of that sort of negativity and, and still trying to, like, you know, work your way,
1: um, and, and you know, in the industry? What kept me going was like, uh, you know, that, that I was just working. I was working, but at one time it just got so much that I said, you know, I, I can't work here anymore. I need to really take a break, mm-hmm. refresh myself. I can't deal with these judgments anymore. So uh, I, st- I stopped working and I started traveling. Mm-hmm. And for so I took a long break till I really thought that, okay, I was, I'm ready to face the camera again.
0: Uh-huh. Wow, well, you know, that really inspired me. I think, you know, a lot of people just kind of assume that you know just because you're a celebrity or you're a glamorous actress nothing ever goes wrong with you but it's not that's not the real story i mean you go you know through so much right. especially the media you know the
1: people the their mentality um because there was so much of misinformation You see? yes it's these gossip columnists they call themselves journalists they're mm. not they're just they just write gossip mm. and it's slander and they just make up things and they write to sell copies whatever they want to write and half of it has nothing to no, nothing to do with your life. I think it's really important to get out of that bubble. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna get out of it. I lived in Europe for a while. I lived in the US for a while, and it was that was really healing for me to be in a different culture, mixed with people with from different cultures, uh, doing theater. I really enjoyed that.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's always good to just take a break and, you know just travel. I mean, I love traveling, so i'm I'm really happy that you know you gave me a you. chance. You, you gave yourself a chance to just take a break and
1: right. you know just let go of things and come back. Also, you know what's going on with women in India is very disturbing. You know, Women are getting butchered and, and gang raped. And, and when you speak about it, again, a certain section of the media has a problem with it. And they, they think that, oh, why are you talking bad things about India? You know, you you don't love your country. Well, they don't understand. I do love my country. Mm. And these are not bad things about India. This is what's happening. Mm. And we all need to be together and change it. At least try to change it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is, you know, we we should be aware of, like, the reality and and use our voices to spread this, um, you know, awareness. So what is it that you, you think that we as a community should do in order to stop that from, you know, happening with, with women especially?
1: First of all, I think uh, in India, women don't support each other. Mm. They're always very happy pulling you down and taking you down. Uh, Whereas I notice in the West, in Europe, and in the US, uh, women stick together, and there is a sisterhood, and they support each other. So I think it has to begin with that. And secondly, I think education, economic independence would make a big difference. Totally.
0: I agree with that. I mean, there's so much sisterhood right here. Like, <laughs> right just here, women supporting sure. women. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. yeah, we have to.
1: I believe in the sisterhood. And I believe that we have to support each other.
0: I have this little game segment right here for
1: you. Let's start.
0: So I'm going to be asking you a bunch of questions. And all you got to do is answer as fast as you can. Okay. Okay. You're ready? Yes. <laughs> all right, here we go. One thing which you always wanted to do but haven't done.
1: I've, all, I've done everything I wanted to do.
0: All right, on what occasion do you lie?
1: On what occasion do I I, I lie to my mom sometimes when <laughs> she calls me, like now I'm in LA, and she says, uh, did you eat your food? Did you have a lot of ghee on the food? You know, did you have a paratha? So on those occasions, I lie to my mom, and I tell her, yes, I did. Tell us one thing that people don't know about you. One thing that people assume. Because oh, this actress is a glamorous image. She must be going to parties and yeah, yeah. But I go to bed by nine thirty. Do you wake up early? Though? Yes, I love that.
0: One embarrassing moment from your life.
1: Mm. I think it was on the red carpet with Jackie Chan when I went to the Cannes Film Festival, and I thought, oh my god, I had this beautiful red color, this red lipstick, and I, I was, you know, I was just experimenting with makeup. It looked atrocious on me. Oh no. And the minute I walked in and Jackie said, What the hell has have you done to your lips? No way, he oh, said that God, he said that. Like <laughs> it's a red lipstick to impress you and I thought, oh it's it's gonna go with the color of the carpet, the red carpet and the red lipstick. It was so embarrassing for me. I oh. didn't know, I was just starting out.
0: Alright, um if there was a movie based on your life, what would it be called? Uh, the Woman Who Dared. I would watch that, okay. Um, And last but not the least, do you have any
1: guilty pleasures? No, no guilty pleasures. (laughs) Yeah, I can say, like, I love shopping. No, you know what a real guilty pleasure is? Like, I, it's so, I love organic food, Mm. and when I see all these new, and and Los Angeles is so good for organic food, so when you go to a grocery store and you see all these protein shakes, which are plant-based, and Uh all these vegan juices, which are (laughs) plant-based, I buy all of them. (laughs) <laughs> that is my guilty pleasure because you don't have access to them in india yes so here when i come i buy all those things that is awesome. everything vegan <laughs> plant-based health
0: well i don't i won't call it i mean i think if i spend a day with you i'll probably be like so healthy <laughs> and, and i had no idea that you were a vegan yourself so oh, yeah. i'm gonna be taking a lot of notes and tips from okay. you about you know getting that beautiful figure of yours thank I mean, you You're stunning. Thank you.
1: So are you, sweetie?
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I
1: had so much fun talking to you. I had such a you know, I was so I was thinking, oh my god, she's a little baby, she's 19 (laughs) years old, and she's gonna interview me and talk to me about the movie. But you surprised me. Oh, thank you you so much. You asked me such pertinent, important questions, such fun questions. I so enjoyed talking to you, really. Oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. Thank you so much for being
0: such a sport and I had so much fun learning and, and knowing about, you know, the movie. Um, RKRK, thank you so much once again. Thank you, sweetie. This is Shannon K, and you're listening to Get Real.